Welcome to Movie House, a weekly production of Delta College Public Radio. I'm your host, Mark Brown. This week, a movie you might have missed. Writer-director Richard Linkletter has spent his career doing exactly what he wants. He began with his shaggy dog indie darling, Slacker, which led to him making the 70s nostalgia stoner masterpiece Dazed and Confused. From there, he's never been predictable. One minute making an animated sci-fi picture with Keanu Reeves, and the next directing Jack Black in the still-fun and ridiculous School of Rock, and then secretly directing the transcendent story of growing up boyhood over the course of a decade, all while making the Before trilogy with Ethan Hawke and Julie Delpy. He doesn't make one kind of picture, and it's always a surprise as to what's coming next. When I heard he was making an animated kids film for Netflix called Apollo Ten and a Half, A Space Age Childhood, I figured that finally, after all this time, Linkletter sold out. Just the name smacked of an adapted children's storybook that some producer got his kid for Christmas and then decided he could make a quick buck off of if he could get a mid-name director to make it. My 14-year-old daughter watched it on her own and persuaded me to see it, insisting, no, Dad, it's actually good, good. As I often am, I was wrong. Instead of being some generic piece of sellout garbage, Apollo 10 and a half is wonderfully specific, idiosyncratic, very funny, and a pleasure to watch. It's the story of Stan, a 10-year-old growing up in the Houston, Texas suburbs in the late 1960s at the zenith of the space race. The ridiculous conceit that begins the film is Stan being approached on the schoolyard by two guys from NASA who inform him that they made the original lunar space lander a little too small, for adults anyway, but a 10-year-old like him would fit just fine. So they want to recruit him to actually be the first person on the moon and make sure all the equipment checks out before Neil Armstrong and the boys do it with the adult-sized stuff later. Early on in the film, Stan himself tells us that he was something of a fabulist, or a persistent liar, as a kid. And once you realize that, the rest of his space-related fishtail begins to make sense. But him being a pint-sized astronaut is actually only a small part of the film, and the real point of Apollo 10 and a half is to take a nostalgia bath in the era of the late 60s and early 70s. Jack Black narrates the film as an adult version of Stan, and Black, at his most restrained, leads us through the daily life of growing up in the heart of NASA country, back when getting to space was one of the most important things in the world. The longest sequence of the film, where Stan leads us like an anthropologist through the food, television, backyard games, TV shows, movies, jobs, and even amusement parks of 1960s Houston, is delightful. His interactions with his five siblings and his penny-pinching dad and his devoted but no-nonsense mother are some of the most true-to-my-experience depictions of family life I've ever seen. I laughed out loud as the siblings wrestle for control of the TV or mock each other over their ice cream choices, all while working together as a family unit. Linkletter could have released just that portion of the film as a short, and I would have voted for it to win an Oscar. The other stuff about Stan as an astronaut, far-fetched as it is, is fun and brings a new perspective to all the steps that men like Armstrong and Aldrin had to take to accomplish that amazing feat in July of 1969. So, if, like me, you overlooked Apollo 10 and a half at first, now's your chance. 15-year-olds and 50-year-olds alike will enjoy it. Movie House is a production of Delta College. I'm Mark Brown of Delta's Arts and Letters Division. Tune in next week for another new review. 
You can find past episodes of Movie House at deltapublicmedia.org and wherever you get your podcasts.